This is the Music Mentor Podcast. What is going on, my friends? This is Demian, your host of the Music Mentor Podcast, and welcome to episode number 210. As I sit on top of the uh, tour bus, not literally on top, but at the suicide window, which is one of the few quiet spaces that I can find today, I'm bringing you a third installment of this European run recap, including um, details about the show in Berlin, Cologne, Zurich, Milan, Madrid, Barcelona, and other stuff that I also want to share with you all. But before I get started, as always, I want to give a shout out to the wonderful companies that I endorse. Zildjian Cymbals, LP Percussion, Vader Drumsticks, Remo Drumheads, Gibraltar Hardware, Simpad Accessories, Yuka Tape, U-Bass by Calibran, Nirvana Handpans, and of course, Ultimate Ears In-Ear Monitors, which are the best in the game. And if you're looking to upgrade your in-ear game, if you want to purchase anything related to Ultimate Ears, any of their products, uh, you have a few options. You can obviously go online and you can, if you like something and you want to purchase, you can uh, head on over to your email account and email my friend Joe Lesser at ultimateaudiojoe at gmail.com who works for Ultimate Ears and you send him the code DA20 and you will get a 20% discount across the board. You can also go in person if you live in LA to the Third Encore Complex and they have an office there. So I encourage you to check them out and see what they got. So this past week or more, have been incredibly interesting for numerous reasons. Of course, professionally speaking, nothing can compare as to playing in front of amazing audiences and touring the world and that whole thing. But uh, sometimes real life strikes, and as you could tell from my past or my previous episode in which my voice was completely shot and I clearly was way more sick than I thought I was, and I was a little delusional, as you might have noticed when I said goodbye, instead of saying the Music Mentor Podcast, I called it the Mentor Music Podcast. And my wife t told me about it this morning. And I was like, what? Really? I said that? So it was definitely delirious. So I apologize if some of it, some of it didn't make sense. Um, but I feel great now. And because I was sick, you know, the, the shows after Berlin, the Berlin show was, was very, very cool. And the audience was awesome. But I have to be honest, what happened afterwards as far as Cologne, Zurich, I, I have very little um, recollection of because I was sick. And I don't take medication. Uh, I'm just always constantly sort of thinking positive and drinking tea and drinking a lot of water and hydrating. And my mind is always on getting better and healing myself and It, you know, as much as I was in the moment as far as performing and all that stuff and having a good time and trying to be the, a professional and show energy and all that other stuff, my mind was definitely also in don't show you're sick, don't show you're sick, and just be as energetic as possible. So I, that's what I remember is that feeling more than necessarily the crowd or the venue. Um, I do remember the Zurich venue because the previous night, I went with um, my friend Kroll to see Slipknot, which was very interesting because I'm not a big Slipknot fan, but of course I love going to metal shows for 
a million reasons. And uh, it was very interesting to see the way they put on a show and their fans. And it was just phenomenal. I had never been to Zurich before. So just to walk, even if it's just for 10 minutes around downtown and see a little bit of the city was pretty cool. And drive into the city was awesome as well because you could see the Alps. and It was pretty awesome. And that obviously never gets old. The following show was in Milano, which was outstanding. The crowd was incredibly loud and at that point it felt like the loudest crowd we had or I had heard and I tweeted about it and I got basically um, you know people got mad at me let's just say because um, I implied that they were the loudest crowd you know categorically without hesitation or without you know denial the biggest or the loudest crowd ever and that wasn't necessarily what I meant I meant what I said which was probably the loudest crowd Mexico was really loud and all these other venues have been loud but one thing that was very very special uh, on, on this particular show in Milano was that in the song Cool I believe uh, the stadium or the arena basically split into three and they basically um, put on a, a massive um Italian flag made out of paper, different colored paper, which were lit from behind from their phones. And, you know, you had the, the three different colors, the, the green, white, and red. And it was just so memorable. memorable. And my favorite part was seeing when the brothers were kind of realizing it. And because they sort of realized it at different times and they were looking at each other like, holy shit, like, look at this. Can you believe it? That was just so beautiful. And it's something that I'll remember for a very, very, very long time. And after Milano, we went to Madrid, which is one of my favorite cities in Europe. And I had the absolute joy to see my dear friend Carlos Angola, who's an amazing singer songwriter from Venezuela that lives out in Madrid. And we walked all over the city, a bunch of different neighborhoods, and then I got to see him perform in a, this sort of open mic thing that he was a guest um, in, or guest with some, some band he sat in and sang a song. It was absolutely awesome to see him after so many years and uh, to see him live, because I keep up with his videos and his music, and it's something that I encourage you to listen to, especially if you speak Spanish. And, and actually, if you don't speak Spanish and you've wanted to learn the language or you want to learn Spanish spoken music I encourage you to listen to his music because he, his diction his enunciation is it's outstanding so it would be a, a fantastic person to, to listen to to practice so that was excellent the crowd itself was so very loud it was honestly you know incredible and maybe even louder than Milan. And another thing that I'll say, and I've spoken about this before, but one of the, the beautiful things, or the most beautiful things about this uh, life that I get to live at the moment is that I'm able to pay back the support and love that I've received from friends in the past. And, you know, uh, I got to see my friend Roberto, who was somebody that helped me not only personally and emotionally, but uh, financially at some point in my life as well. And there was a, a point in my life where I was sort of almost down for the count, where I was about to decide to or even contemplate seriously to go back to Venezuela from uh, 
when I was in LA just because I didn't have um, I was running out of money and I called him and a couple other friends and they were able to spot me some money and basically I was able to remain in America and a month later I ended up going on tour which changed my life and eventually led me to the Jonas Brothers and all these other things. So without people like him, it um, none of this would have been possible. So to see him in the crowd and play, you know, for all intents and purposes for him and for my other friends was beautiful. And um, I never get tired of that. And the following day, which was Barcelona, which is a city that I love as well, it was so cool to see yet more friends that have supported me not only financially like my friend Alejandro but personally like my friend Enrique who has been to a ton of the shows that I've done through the years not only here in Europe um, but in Venezuela as well and of course uh, one of my best friends Daniela and her sister Gabriela who are magnificent human beings that have supported me and they're the ones first ones to comment on a post first ones to feel happy and true joy when I you know uh, share something about my career or personal life or something like that it's like it's amazing to see people like that that support you and that love you and you're, you're able to give back um, by performing for them you know they, they were able to go to the show and we were able to hang out before and afterwards and, and that's just like the best part of this whole thing it's just to be able to give back and seeing their smiling faces and of course it's nice to know that they're proud of proud of me for doing what I do but that doesn't really come into the equation as far as like I feel so happy that they're proud of me it, it's never really that it's like it feels great that they're proud of me I'm proud of them how can I repay their trust their love and their sense of pride well by trying to be the best professional I can be and so on and so forth so that was really really cool today we are here in Montpellier, France, which I'm very um, happy to be in France because I love this country, but I don't really have a chance today to see anything or walk around. It's a very much a we're in the venue type of thing. And I'm very excited about tomorrow because I finally get to visit Amsterdam after a lifetime of wanting to come to that city and I just cannot contain my excitement. I cannot wait to go to the Netherlands, to Amsterdam, the home of Dennis Bergkamp, and I just cannot wait. I'm like a little child, so excited. I can't wait to walk around and buy jerseys and do the thing. This was the Music Mentor Podcast. I got it right. Music Mentor Podcast.